everyone, and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today we're talking about a common rule, the intentional walk as it's known. But what is it defined as in the rule of baseball? Sure. In the definition of terms, there's a rule that states if a manager informs the umpire that he wants to intentionally walk a batter, the umpire shall award the batter first base as if the batter had received four pitches outside the strike zone. Okay. So what would that be in just a casual fan's layman's terms for a, just a newbie who's watching the game for the first time? Right. So obviously a walk is if a, if a batter receives four balls, they get awarded first base. Yep. What this means is if a manager chooses to walk a batter, he can signal that to the umpire and the um, the pitcher doesn't even have to throw a pitch. They can okay. just have the batter go right to first base. Which is nice. It dramatically speeds up the game. But just talking about the game in general, what is like a brief history of this rule and how it's been enacted? Right. So the so we all the walk has been in baseball for since the 1870s. So it's been <laughs> around forever. Uh, but in the 27 right before the 2017 season, in an effort to speed up the game, baseball said that a manager can intentionally walk a batter and the pitcher does not have to throw a pitch. Yeah, they just cut the formalities they, of it. They cut the formalities awesome. and the batter goes right to first base. Awesome. Well, is there any thoughts that you have on this rule that might not come up in the rule book itself, but you think are worth mentioning? Yeah, so I don't like the rule at all. And <laughs> I'll tell you why, because we have all have seen at least one case where a team is trying to walk a batter and the catcher is standing behind the plate with his arm stretched out and the pitcher has to throw a ball to the catcher yeah. and he throws it over his head or he one hops him or something oh, happens. And okay. especially if there's runners on base, because usually when you're intentionally walking a batter, most of the time there's a runner on second and you they want to put a runner on first to force a, to create a force, right? Yeah. So in this case, we've seen it where the pitcher just cannot throw that lob to the catcher goes over his head and one okay. hops him whatever yeah and the runner advances so oh, that's so interesting yeah it takes an element it, in a weird way we're talking about throwing a ball but it does take an element of skill out of the game it where it completely takes it out yes. it's just one lackadaisical moment could mean a steal to third and all of a sudden you got a running it runner in scoring position yep i see what you're saying okay mm -hmm. yep. well what are some like notable examples or just moments that should be known uh, around this rule right so let me back up a little bit so yeah. everyone wonders why why would you even walk a batter um, yeah. okay. a couple couple main reasons number one is if it's a really 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 good hitter you don't want him hitting uh, <laughs> you want to put him on base yeah now you obviously run the risk that player could then come around and score a run so you don't just walk people willy-nilly you, you have a good reason to walk them but the other reason is to like i stated before to force to have a force play on the bases. So if you have a man on second or even second and third, but first base is unoccupied, you want to put a runner on first. That way there's a force out at any base. Yeah, and you don't have to tag defense. everyone. You don't have to tag them. It's a force out, which yeah. which really helps the defense. So you'll see that a lot where if first base is open, they will walk a batter. Um, unless he's a really kind of a lousy hitter. If it's a yeah. decent hitter, more often than not, you're probably going to see somebody walk. Yeah. And again, it kind of folds back into the strategy of why you do this. But let's go back to you saying, you know, you don't love this rule. Naturally, 
we conclude most of our podcasts with is this a good rule is this a bad rule is it a neutral rule yeah it's a it's a bad rule okay. <laughs> i i love the fact that the pitcher still has to throw four pitches yeah um oh one thing i should mention too is if if you do automatic if you intentionally walk a batter where the pitcher doesn't have to throw any pitches obviously the pitcher is not four pitches are not added to the pitch count for example so it's kind of a benefit for the pitcher because they don't have to throw four more pitches. So that saves their arm in a little bit, I guess. But I don't like the rule at all because I love the fact that the pitcher still has to throw four pitches. And sometimes they just can't get, <laughs> can't yeah. get that pitch. There's, yeah. there's moments for miracles yeah. like all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're starting to sway me because I was more of a good rule because growing up as a younger man, baseball is now getting to this point where you can spend five hours at a ballpark and it's kind of a common idea. So it makes watching baseball kind of hard. So I kind of root for speeding up the game where we can, but I understand where you're coming from. And I think you're starting to sway me a little bit of, it does take a certain essence of the sport away from the game or the skill away from the game where again, there's moments for miracles when you're dealing with base running and that rule can certainly detract from other parts of the game. Right. So awesome. Any parting thoughts before we head out? One more thing I just thought about is, and we've seen this too, where a pitcher may be trying to intentionally walk a batter. So the catcher is standing behind the plate with his arm out. And we have seen cases where the batter will relax because they're going to throw the ball. And the pitcher says, no, I'm going to throw a strike. And he puts one right down the middle. Batter's completely unsuspecting of that. And... They ring them up. So what a weird psychological thing that oh, totally. people that really does go crazy. And I did want to just mention, just because you work so hard with some of these rules, give you some appreciation. Who's been intentionally walked the most right. out of all of the players in history? Is there a name that comes to mind right away? Because I feel like these rules are built on names. They are built on names, and the guy who's been walked the most, no surprise, Barry Bonds. <laughs> He's been intentionally walked, intentionally walked, not just walked, but intentionally walked 688 times, which is Insane. just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, this is one of those rules that it plays with the game in a weird way. History and the future is going to tell us how this will impact, but I think overall we can say it's taking a part of the game away that definitely makes baseball really interesting. I think so, too. And adds a little bit of the psychological side that we love about the unwritten rules of baseball, like yep. the strike that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. But great addition. Any others? Uh, no, that, was, All that right. was the main one. So, Well, there's a lot to this rule, so I wanted to be safe. But <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. And tune in next time for our next dumb rule.